Welcome to the Glenwood Table Podcast, where we are reimagining Christian faith for the 21st century. I'm one of your hosts, Lana Hurst, and you can refer to me with she, her pronouns. You're listening to a series called Lectionary in a Human Voice, where either Emmy Arnold or I will be reading the weekly scripture passages from the lectionary. But this liturgical year, we've decided to switch things up a little. We're going from the Revised Common Lectionary to a lectionary proposed by the Reverend Dr. Wilda C. Gaffney in her book, A Women's Lectionary for the Whole Church. With insight, intentionality, and creativity, she lifts up marginalized voices and lesser-known Bible passages, and she uses more than a hundred names for God, all the while avoiding masculine pronouns for God. We love what we've read so far, and we're excited to include you as she explores what she calls Year W. So take a moment to center yourself. Breathe deeply and seek the presence of the spirit of love that is with you wherever you go. Our prayer is that this would be a meaningful opportunity for you to slow down and hear the scriptures in a new way. May you see glimmers of the divine within these words. Let's begin. Hi everyone, this is Reverend Emmy Arnold, and today I'll be reading for you the passages for the sixth Sunday of Easter. They come from the book of Acts, chapter 17, verses 1 through 4 and 10 through 12, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verses 58 through 68, Psalm 145, verses 8 through 19, the letter to the Romans, chapter 6, verses 5 through 11, and the Gospel according to John, chapter 11, verses 17 through 27. Before we get started, just a quick note. The Reverend Dr. Wilda C. Gaffney has done a lot of work as she has translated these various passages. She has especially paid attention to gendered language. One of our goals here at the Glenwood Table is create a space for all people, including those whose gender is outside of our typical gender binaries. One area where we will differ at times in the way that we read these texts is specifically when we talk about the gender of people. We will read something more like sisters, siblings, and brothers. So friends, as you hear these texts, we invite you to listen now for a word from God. The book of Acts, chapter 17, verses 1 through 4 and 10 through 12. Paul and Silas had traveled through Amphipolis and Apollonia. They came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. As was his custom, Paul went and on three Sabbaths presented to them from the scriptures, explaining and demonstrating it was necessary for the Messiah to suffer and to rise from the dead. This is the Messiah, Jesus, who I proclaim to you all. Now some of those Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a great many of the devout Greeks and not a few of the prominent women. Then the siblings immediately that night 
sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. When they arrived, they went to the Jewish synagogue. These persons were more high-born and open-minded than in Thessalonica. They received the word with great eagerness. Daily, they examined the scriptures to see if these things were so. Thus, many of them therefore believed, including highly respected Greek women and not just a few Jewish men. The Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verses 58 through 68. If you do not diligently observe all the words of this law written in the scroll, to revere this glorious and awesome name, the Holy One your God, then God will extravagantly plague you and plague your lineage with plagues great and enduring and grievous and enduring terrible diseases. God will bring back upon you all the diseases of Egypt, which you feared, and they shall cling to you. Indeed, every disease and plague, even if not recorded in the scroll of this law, God will inflict upon you until your destruction. You all shall be left few in number, rather than being as the stars in the heavens for multitude, because you did not obey the Most High your God. And it shall be just as the Faithful One delighted over you, prospering you all and multiplying you. Thus will the inscrutable God take delight over you to eradicate you all and to destroy you. You all shall be torn up from the land that you are entering to possess. The just God will scatter you among all peoples, from one end of the earth to the other. And there you shall serve other gods of wood and stone, which neither you nor your parents have known. Among those nations you shall find no respite. There shall be no resting place for the sole of your foot. There the sovereign God will give you a trembling heart, failing eyes, and a forlorn spirit. Your life shall hang by a thread before you. Night and day you shall be in terror, with no assurance of your life. In the morning you shall say, If only it were evening! And in the evening you shall say, If only it were morning! because of the terror that shall terrorize your heart and the sights your eyes shall see. The Holy One of Sinai will bring you back in ships to Egypt by a path I told you you would never see again. And there you shall offer yourselves for sale to your enemies as slaves, but there will be no buyer. Psalm 145, verses 8 through 19. Full of grace and a mother's love is the mother of all, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. The womb of life is good to all, 
and her mother love is upon all she has made. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. They shall praise you, wellspring of life. All your works and all your faithful shall bless you. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. Of the glory of your majestic rule shall they speak, and your might shall they declare. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. To make known to the woman born her mighty works, and to the glorious splendor of her majestic rule. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. Your majesty is an everlasting majesty, and your sovereignty endures throughout all generations. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. Faithful is the ever-living God in all her words, and gracious in all her deeds. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. The merciful one upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bent over. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. The eyes of all look to you, and you give to them their food at the right moment. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. The faithful one is righteous in all her ways and loving in all her works. Blessed be the living God and blessed be her name forever and ever. The ever-present God is near to all who call on her, to all who call on her in truth. Blessed be the living God and blessed be her name forever and ever. The desire of all who revere her, she fulfills, and their cry she hears and delivers them. Blessed be the living God, and blessed be her name forever and ever. The Letter to the Romans Chapter 6, verses 5 through 11. For if we have been united in a death like Christ's, we will certainly be so in the resurrection. This we know, that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body of sin might be destroyed, and we might no longer be enslaved to sin. The person who has died is freed from sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. We know that Christ, 
being raised from the dead, will never die. Death no longer has dominion over him. For dying, he died once to sin. In living, he lives to God. So also should you consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. The Gospel According to John, chapter 11, verses 17 through 27. When Jesus arrived in Bethany, he found that for four days Lazarus had already been in the tomb. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. So many of the Judeans had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she met him. However, Mary remained at the house. Martha said to Jesus, Rabbi, if you had been here, my brother never would have died. Yet even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even though they die, they will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Rabbi, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who comes into the world. This has been a reading of the Word of God for you, a beloved child of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of Lectionary in a Human Voice. We pray that this was a meaningful time for slowing down and hearing these ancient sacred texts read to you. Just a reminder, if you would like to connect with us on social media, we can be found on Facebook and Instagram as Glenwood Table. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we invite you to subscribe and or to leave a review. We'll be releasing more content each week, both in this series, The Lectionary in a Human Voice, as well as new interviews with a variety of folks who are engaging faith in the most authentic way that they know how. So until next time, remember that you are loved and you are enough. Peace, friends.